and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Soothe to Sleep Stories, where I will be soothing you to sleep in a soft-spoken manner as we read the Bible in a year. We will pick up where we left off for day 74, and that is Numbers chapter 7, verse 36 through chapter 8, verse 4, and the Gospel of Luke chapter 8. Then we will conclude with the Eventide Nightly Devotion portion from God Calling Devotional. But before we begin, sweet friend, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know Him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved. Please, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please be my Lord and my Savior. I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now. I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name, Amen. You are now His child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in Him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. And now, I will ask the Lord to bless this episode for day 74. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, I just come before you and I thank you so much for providing this hour where we can glean from your love your kindness, your shalom, your joy and your peace in your word. Thank you for revealing to us through your Holy Spirit what you want us to know. Reveal to us your plan and purpose as we walk out our destiny before the foundations of the world, which you ordained for each of us. Let nothing and no one stop what you have ordained for us, Lord. 
draws closer to you, O oh Father, draws closer to your Son, Jesus, and your sweet Holy Spirit. Help those less fortunate than us, and bless those in whatever journey or path they are on. Let us never stop yearning for you, O oh Father. In Jesus' name I pray, by the power of the sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Numbers, chapter 7, verses 36 through 89. On the fifth day, Shelumiel, the son of Zurishadai, prince of the children of Simeon, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Shelumiel, the son of Zurishadai. On the sixth day, Eliasaph, the son of Deuel, prince of the children of Gad, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Eliasaph, the son of Deuel. On the seventh day, Elishema, the son of Amihud, prince of the children of Ephraim, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Elishama, the son of Amihud. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, the son of Pedatsur, prince of the children of Manasseh, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, 
both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Pedatsud. On the ninth day, Abidan, the son of Gedeoni, prince of the children of Benjamin, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Abidan, the son of Gedeoni. On the tenth day, Ahietzad, the son of Amishadai, prince of the children of Dan, gave his offering. One silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahietzad, the son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagiel, the son of Ochran, prince of the children of Ashad, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Pagiel, the son of Ochran. On the twelfth day, Ahira, the son of Enon, prince of the children of Naphtali, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was one hundred thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, 
one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahidah, the son of Inan. This was the dedication offering of the altar on the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel, twelve silver platters, twelve silver bowls, twelve golden ladles, each silver platter weighing one hundred thirty shekels and each bowl seventy, all the silver of the vessels two thousand four hundred shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, the twelve golden ladles full of incense, weighing ten shekels apiece, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the ladles weighed one hundred twenty shekels. All the cattle for the burnt offering twelve bulls, the rams twelve, the male lambs a year old twelve, and their meal offering, and twelve male goats for a sin offering. And all the cattle for their sacrifice of peace offerings, twenty-four bulls, sixty rams, sixty male goats, and sixty male lambs a year old. This was the dedication offering of the altar after it was anointed. When Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard his voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony, from between the two cherubim. And he spoke to him. Numbers chapter 8 verses 1 through 4 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron, and tell him, When you light the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light in front of the lampstand. Aaron did so. He lit its lamps to light the area in front of the lampstand, as the Lord commanded Moses. This was the workmanship of the lampstand, beaten work of gold from its base to its flowers. It was beaten work. He made the lampstand according to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moses. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 8 Soon afterwards, he went about through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of God's kingdom. With him were the twelve, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Miriam, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Yohanah, the wife of Kutza, Herod's steward, Shoshana, and many others who served them from their possessions. When a great multitude came together and people from every city were coming to him, he spoke by a parable. The farmer went out to sow his seed. As he sowed, some fell along the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the sky devoured it. Other seed fell on the rock, and as soon as it grew, it withered away, because it had no moisture. Other fell amid the thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Other 
fell into the good ground, and grew and produced one hundred times as much fruit. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, What does this parable mean? He said, To you it is given to know the mysteries of God's kingdom, but to the rest it is given in parables, that, seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those along the road are those who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are they who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, then fall away in time of temptation. What fell among the thorns? These are those who have heard. And as they go on their way, they are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and they bring no fruit to maturity. Those in the good ground, these are those who with an honest and good heart, having heard the word, hold it tightly, and produce fruit with perseverance. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a container or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand, that those who enter in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Be careful, therefore, how you hear, for whoever has, to him will be given, and whoever doesn't have, from him will be taken away even that which he thinks he has. His mother and brothers came to him, and they could not come near him for the crowd. Some people told him, Your mother and your brothers stand outside, desiring to see you. But he answered them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now on one of those days he entered into a boat, himself and his disciples, and he said to them, Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they launched out, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. A windstorm came down on the lake, and they were taking on dangerous amounts of water. They came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are dying. He awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. Then they ceased, and it was calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? Being afraid, they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this then, that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? Then they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. When Yeshua stepped ashore, a certain man out of the city who had demons for a long time met him. He wore no clothes and didn't live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Yeshua, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What? 
do I have to do with you, Yeshua, you son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torment me. For Yeshua, or Jesus, was commanding the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For the unclean spirit had often seized the man. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and fetters. Breaking the bonds apart, he was driven by the demon into the desert. Yeshua asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion. For many demons had entered into him. They begged him that he would not command them to go into the abyss. Now, there was there a herd of many pigs feeding on the mountain, and they begged him that he would allow them to enter into those. Then he allowed them. The demons came out of the man and entered into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. People went out to see what had happened. They came to Yeshua and found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Yeshua's feet, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who saw it told them how he who had been possessed by demons was healed. All the people of the surrounding country of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were very much afraid. Then he entered into the boat and returned. But the man from whom the demons had gone out begged him that he might go with him, but Yeshua sent him away, saying, Return to your house and declare what great things God has done for you. He went his way, proclaiming throughout the whole city what great things Yeshua had done for him. When Yeshua returned, the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Behold, a man named Jairus came. He was a ruler of the synagogue. He fell down at Yeshua's feet and begged him to come into his house for he had an only-born daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes pressed against him. A woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years, who had spent all her living on physicians and could not be healed by any, came behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. Immediately, the flow of her blood stopped. Yeshua said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes press and jostle you, and you say, Who touched me? But Yeshua said, Someone did touch me, for I perceived that power has gone out of me. When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason why she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. He said to her, Daughter, cheer up. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he still spoke, 
one from the ruler of the synagogue's house came, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the rabbi. But Yeshua, hearing it, answered him, Don't be afraid. Only believe, and she will be healed. When he came to the house, he didn't allow anyone to enter in except Peter, Yohanan, or John, Jacob, the father of the child, and her mother. All were weeping and mourning her, but he said, Don't weep. She isn't dead, but sleeping. They were ridiculing him, knowing that she was dead, but he put them all outside, and taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. Her spirit returned, and she rose up immediately. He commanded that something be given to her to eat. Her parents were amazed, but he commanded them to tell no one what had been done. God Calling Eventide Day 74 God's Touch Jesus said, Near, all broodingly near, as some tender mother bird anxious over its young. I am here. I am your Lord, life of your body and mind and soul, renewer of your youth. You do not know all that this time of converse with me will mean to you. Did not my servant Isaiah say, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Persevere in all I tell you to do. The persistent carrying out of my commands, my desires, will unfailingly bring you as far as spiritual, mental, and temporal things are concerned to that place where you would be if you look back over my words to you you will see that my leading has been very gradual and that only as you have carried out my wishes have I been able to give you more clear and definite teaching and guidance man's ecstasy is God's touch on quickened, responsive spirit nerves. Joy, joy, joy. In Psalm chapter 103, verses 2 and 5 say, Forget not all his benefits, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Well, just to recapitulate Numbers chapter 7, verses 36 through chapter 8, verse 4, what was impressed upon me was how God showed up and spoke above the mercy seat. After all, paid honor and tribute with their resources to the dedication at the altar.
how important obedience is to the Lord. And then in chapter 8, just how it was described about the lampstand, the seven lamps, which is the menorah, shall give light in front of the lampstand. And the lampstand was beaten work of gold, and that it was made according to what the Lord showed Moses. Holy are you, Lord. You're so holy. And just to recapitulate, Luke chapter 8, what was impressed upon me? How much Jesus accomplished in one day. Miracle after miracle after miracle. Teaching, preaching, healing. I love the parable that he taught about the seed, the seed being the word of God, the paths being our hearts, four different paths, those that heard, but then the devil came and took away the word from their heart, that they wouldn't believe and be saved, then those on another path were on the rock, and when they heard, received the word with joy, but they had no fruit, but they had no root, they believed for a while, but fell away in time of temptation. And then those that were thorns, they let the cares, riches, and pleasures of life choke the word out of their hearts and brought no fruit to maturity. Then there were seed that were sown in good ground and bared much fruit. Then I love how his mother and brothers came near and he said, I'll tell you who my mother and my brothers are, those who hear the word of God and do it. And then, calming the windstorm, teaching his disciples, where's your faith? Then, casting out a legion of demons. And they didn't just go out of nowhere, they went into the pigs. And then the pigs went and drowned themselves. And then the people wanted him to go when they saw the man that had formerly had a legion of demons was in his right mind, clothed with Yeshua. And he begged Yeshua, let me go with you when they sent him away. And Yeshua said, no, no, return to your house and declare what great things God has done for you. And he did. He proclaimed throughout the entire city what great things Yeshua had done for him. And then Jairus, who had to believe when a woman touched Jesus, who was on his way to Jairus' house with Jairus, touched Jesus and her issue of blood of twelve years stopped immediately. And then Yeshua said, Who touched me? And Peter said, Are you kidding me? Everyone is pressing against you, and you're saying, Who touched me? But Jesus ignored that and just said, I know someone touched me because this power has gone out of me. Meaning, Who touched me with their faith? Not touched in the natural. Who touched me with their faith? She did. If I could just touch his robe. If I could just touch the hem of his garment. And then, 
While he's still speaking, a ruler of the synagogue's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble Jesus. Don't trouble the rabbi of Jesus. And Yeshua, or Jesus, said, Don't be afraid. Only believe she'll be healed. And then they get to his house, Jairus' house, and all were there to weep and wail. Now, this is interesting to me because we also have seen when Jesus wept over Lazarus being dead and Mary and Martha were weeping and everyone was weeping and mourning and Jesus wept but here he's saying don't weep and he's just telling them she's not dead but sleeping interesting it's always different with the Lord isn't it it's not always one particular way sometimes don't weep other times he weeps and he was very careful to only allow Peter, John, and Jacob, the father, the child, and her mother, five people, that's it. Everybody else and their doubts were outside. Only the five and Yeshua, Jesus, were inside the room where the daughter was dead. And he told her to arise. And she, her spirit returned and she rose up immediately. Interesting that she was 12 years old. And the woman with the issue of blood had had that issue for 12 years. Something very particular and interesting and significant when it comes to numbers. Nothing is insignificant in the Word of God. Always know that. Oh, and one more thing. He commanded them to tell no one what had been done. Certain things he could declare. The man that had the legion of demons cast out of him, Jesus said, go ahead and declare that. This was to be told to no one until it's time. God always has a timing. Just because a miracle has been done doesn't mean right away we're supposed to share it. Always ask the Lord, do you want me to share this now or do you want me to wait? There's a time with the Lord. There's a time to weep and a time not to weep. There's a time to declare what he has done and a time to tell no one anything. I would say, as a default, he wants us to declare the great things he has done for us. So go ahead and do so, unless he tells you himself. Do not tell anyone what has been done. And he speaks to us. In his word, and as I shared last time, in pictures and dreams, so many different ways he speaks to us. So until next time, blessings to you.